Good morning. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. I got y'all tea. Welcome to Power Hour. Normally Power Hour. What is today? Is it Monday or Tuesday? I think it's Tuesday. But because of the holiday, we're doing Power Hour today. And for those of you who don't know who I am, my name is. What your name is, girl? My name is LHG. It stands for Latanya Harris Gooden. I am here today to do Power Hour with you. Power Hour, I just came up with this concept. It's kind of about business and just talking through the idea of whether you're starting a business or you're trying to rebrand a business or you're wondering, could your hobby become a business? And then once you get established, how do you maintain it? How do you make it a legitimate, you know, substantial business? I don't have all the answers, but we talk about that kind of stuff. So today I put a post out uh, introducing what our topic was going to be. I was moved by, hey, y'all, thank y'all for coming through here. Let me know y'all here. Drop me some comments. I was moved by my family. I have an outstanding family. And we were talking about what we want to do this new year, what we're going to commit to this new year. And I normally have a lot to say. Um, but yesterday, I kept, it, I kept it real short and simple because... I didn't want to cry. I'm just going to be honest. Hello, hello. Thank you, CEO Fred Beatty says, make sure you are following Critical Conversations. Thank you. And I am on YouTube. Also, Critical Conversations with LHG on YouTube. So go ahead and subscribe over there and you'll get notifications on when I come on. Because sometimes I come on in very awkward um, times where it just you know that feeling hits and i just got to get it get on here and say what i'm gonna say but welcome everybody i hope that you had a wonderful holiday yesterday um and that you're still in the holiday spirit it took me a minute to get there and i'm still moving towards that but yesterday's moment um sharing with my family about what we want to do my question to you is do you share that with your family when you're having your family events or you're talking to your family, do you ever just say, well, what do you want for this new year? What's on your plan uh, for your business, for whatever, are, what are you doing? I mean, I see a lot of posts and we have business partners and we have friends and business and all that good stuff. But what do you talk about when it comes to your family? Good morning, Auntie Diane. Good morning. Hope you had a wonderful Christmas yesterday. I want to know if you if you are sitting down with your family whether it's your, your husband or wife, your children, nieces, nephews, your parents, are you having a discussion about what do you want to do? And is every family dynamic set up to have those kinds of conversations? I don't know. Because that's family is a very sensitive F word. <laughs> We've done shows about the F word, family. And not everybody's family dynamic and um, is prepared for that level of sharing. It hurts me to know how many people are suffering when it comes to family situations. Um, it's a lot of barriers that people bring in because they don't want to talk about things. I am grateful to have a family that shares and that loves to come together. The matriarch of our family, Mary Finch, that's my Amy. Uh, she lost her husband 
almost two years ago on the 31st of, of December. So it's kind of a heavy time for us. But I find such joy in listening to her say what she wants to do. Because all these years, it's been about everybody else. Do you have that person, that person in your family, whether it's an auntie, your mama, your grandmother, that their whole life was centered around everybody else? And did you ever wonder, well, what do you want to do for you? Wow. You have that person that took care of everybody, of everything. And then you, and sometimes they put their hopes and dreams and aspirations on the back burner to care for family or to be that rock. Is that fair? I mean, I love motherhood. Trust me. I wouldn't trade it for the world. world. But I am also learning how to balance or flow in being a mom. And being just me, just LHG, and resurrecting some of the dreams. And if you if you see me writing through this, because I stuff come to my mind, I got to write it down. I want to finish college. Yeah, at almost fifty, I am going to go back to school, and I'm not embarrassed about it because. It's okay. That's the beautiful thing about school. Ain't no certain age limit. When they when I called them 10 years ago and talked about <laughs> looking at my transcript, they had to say, hold on. Uh, let me go get your file. They probably came back and had to go like this. <sighs> yes, um, Miss Harris, we found your file, child. It's dusty, but you can come on back. Auntie Diane says, my mother-in-law transitioned December the 18th, 23. Wow. That's recent. Auntie, I'm so sorry. And my husband is blaming his brother and our son for her passing. I'm praying for that. That is heavy, Auntie. It's stuff like that that makes our that changes our dynamic when somebody passes or gets really ill. I am praying that God fixes that. And my condolences to you and your spouse for the passing of your mother-in-law. To lose a mom, I can't even imagine and don't ever want to experience that pain. And those of you all that have followed my podcast, I talk openly about some of the struggles me and my mom have had. Um, but I don't want to lose her. Um, that would hurt me. So my prayer, Auntie Diane, thank you for sharing my prayer, our prayers on behalf of this platform of Trailblazers Radio, condolences on your loss. And I'm praying that this blame and this whatever is happening, that God fixes that. That God fixes that because that's a lot to carry, especially when a death happens through a holiday season. It's like your holiday I pray that when the holidays come back again, you all can, can still have a good holiday and not always be bogged down by her passing. Because having a, when you get to the anniversary of a death and it happens to be around Christmas, it just seems to like, like, ooh, so many people are grieving, y'all. So many families are struggling. The people who you see on Facebook smiling in these cute little pajamas and, and, and everything is just wonderful. I pray it is, but for many of those families, it's just a picture. They're really suffering. So when we were sitting around doing our toast yesterday, 
and we were asked, what do you want to do in this new year? What do you, uh, what do you want? I felt the lump coming in my throat. I did because this year almost broke me down to the white meat. So I kept it simple. I kept my response simple because I hate to cry in front of people. I want to get over that. I didn't want to make it a somber moment. It was a happy moment. I didn't want to make it sad. So I didn't say much. But what I do want is a new beginning. I said, that's what I said. It's layered. A new start. And for those who know, you know. And I want to cry right now. But that's what I want. And it was so refreshing to hear my family's goals. That should bring us closer together, right? We go off into our own little friend circles, our own little church affiliations, our own little clubs or whatever. But do we spend time with our family talking about, hey, this is what I want to do. This is my goal. This is my dream. This is my aspiration. I don't know if we do that, y'all. And by the way, please share this. Um, help me to grow my platform. Critical Conversations is has been a healing journey for me. Coming from not having a voice to finally being able to say what you feel. And yeah, you may upset people. Yeah. Thank you. Coco, Coco, thank you for being in here. Coco says she's praying for your family. Is that for um probably for auntie? And thank you for praying for me all the time. Hi, Evangelist Kusai. Good morning, sister. So when we are setting up our businesses and having all these plans, I just wonder, are we including those who love us, our family? When I did my first event, it was called Drop the Mic. And it was just before Mother's Day. I want to say six years ago, maybe. And I did it at a recreation center. Uh, and I was so happy to to finally be doing an, an event because that's kind of what I wanted to do. So the issue was my family was asking me, can we help you? Can we help you? And I felt that asking for help was weakness. I felt that I had to prove something by doing it on myself. Let me tell you. Me being over the top, I had so much going on in this one event. I think I had seven events in one. Let me tell you about it. I had a um, comedian. Auntie says, thank you, Coco. Yes, we are all praying for you, Auntie. And thank you for being so supportive of this platform. You're always here for me. I am so grateful that I was able to cross paths with you. But in doing this event, y'all, we got to get to the point where we stop doing stuff alone. We feel as though... We can't partner with nobody. If I ask for help, so-and-so going to think I'm, you know, I can't do it by myself. Why would you want to? I guess I'm getting to the point where we wear ourselves out. So maybe in this new season, we need to say, hey, family, I want to begin a business. I would love to have everybody involved. Many of you all have great cooks in your family that are caterers. And maybe it's time to take it from just doing, you know, church events to having a whole brick and mortar 
takeout restaurant, dining restaurant. I think it, everybody has an element of greatness and a, a niche. So as our families are seeing what our gifts are, why don't, are y'all having family meetings to say, okay, everybody, let's have, let's discuss even a vision board. We did that with, with my family. That was what I wanted to do for my birthday this year. I wanted to get together and we did vision boarding together as a family because I think that's important. Now, when I say family, let me be clear. I realize that family is not always blood relatives because many of us may have uh, an interesting family dynamic where our blood people don't deal with us like that. And that makes me sad too. You, you just don't know how many people are out here dealing with negativity in their families. The devil is busy. He don't want us to be strong together, praying for each other, ministering to each other. It's like, well, dang, how we out here laying hands on everybody and, and doing all this stuff in the ministry, but we can't even, what happened to our first ministry being our family? Uh, we got to get back to that. We all over the country, all over the world, just doing stuff. And your family is in disarray. Have you gone to your elders homes and sat with them and talked to them and prayed with them why does everybody else get our attention but our family and even if it's not blood those that are family to you those that are stepping up in your life as your consistent support and village but everybody doesn't have that and i realize that some people are in such, whether they're not here physically or they're not in a good place. And that hurts, especially around the holidays, y'all. But I want us to be more connected as a village, as, you know, as a family unit, talking about our businesses and get help. This event, let me tell you, I had a comedian. I had a fashion show. I had a DJ. I had Community groups came in, uh, like housing and different community groups came in and did like some talking. I had pamphlets. I had vendors in the hallway. We had cakes. We had paintings. <laughs> this event had so, oh, I had a um, God's Way singers came. Oh, that was amazing. But the problem was this, y'all. Great idea, but it was too much in one event. And I funded it all. I did put out ticket sales but my ticket sales were not good but I had too many artists and people and I had a storyteller I spent probably a couple thousand dollars putting on this event ticket sales were eh, not the greatest but it was right before Mother's Day and my family was like you didn't ask us to do anything and I guess I felt I don't know what I felt but some of us do have families that are willing to help, we just have to say something. If you are going into business and there are people in your family that are willing to stand up with you, whether it's financially, working for you, working with you, partnering with you, do it. Who said you had to do everything by yourself? That's why we get burnout so quick. That's why... We get so bogged down and overwhelmed so quickly. We got to do some more collaborating. Now, if it's not family, 
than maybe some close friends. And I understand that we get nervous when we are divulging ideas to friends and to people, but you're going to have to get in prayer and find out who can I trust that I can just kick it with my ideas and say, hey, hey, sis, hey, bro, this is what I believe God has given me um, and not and not fear them taking your idea. But then you have to do what, what is it called? Copywriting and patent and all that. You got to protect yourself. This is business. We're talking power out here. Not everyone who smiles in your face is really for you. We got to have some discernment. But I, I just want to know from you, are you all sitting down with your families? Coco says, yeah, but you also have those that you ask to participate and they always give you an excuse. Talk is cheap. That's true. That's true. And my thing is they have to want to. They have to have a desire and not everybody is willing to do that. Every family's different. Every friend circle is different. And But my thing is don't commit. Don't commit if you're not going to follow through. I had a person that was very close to me and that would commit to all kinds of stuff. Well, yeah, we're going to do this conference. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And you can't, you ain't heard from them. They hadn't. And maybe that leads to not, not biting off too much more than you can chew. Because sometimes you hit that wall, as Coco said, you hit that wall where you've got people saying, yep, I'll do it. But then when it comes time to do it, you can't find them. So that means we as the family and free and group got to be more trustworthy. If you can't, you can't. Maybe you can do one thing, but not the other. Be honest. This, this is the thing. We've been, we just been saying stuff, like she said, talking and we're not delivering. And I can't stand it. I will have way more respect for you if you just say it, Tanya, I wish I could. LHG, I wish I could, girl. I can't be there, but I'm going to cash up you a couple of dollars or I'll share a post that you put out. It's, it's so many ways to, to, to support. Support is such a, you know, a vast word. And you can find a way to support, but don't commit to something and don't do it. Because now the person got to run around, find a replacement and don't make people have to chase you. If you said you were going to show up to the event, if you said you were going to do something, I will admit, sometimes I, when I get into my what I'm going through this year, I have to backtrack. I know I said I was going to do this, so please forgive me because I'm just not in a, in a mental place. Say something. That's the biggest thing I think people need to need to take from this. Speak up. If you committed and you know you can't, if you said you were going to you know, volunteer to help with event XYZ on this day and you know that day is fastly approaching and you know you're not going to be able to help, say something. Auntie Diane says support isn't always money. So that we got we to gotta understand how you support is based on what you're able to do. I will appreciate you and love you more if you're just honest and transparent. If you can't give the money, fine. That's fine. If you can't show up because you have another obligation, fine. Say, sis, I would, I would love to be there. I can't be there. Can I sponsor someone else to go? When someone has an event, you can sponsor someone else to take a ticket um, on you and be a blessing. Yes, Coco, we got to get to the point where we understand what support looks like, what we can do 
and stick to. Because if you're saying, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this. And we've all been guilty of that. Things happen, life happens, things change. But the most important part is the communication. If you know you can't, don't wait until the day of and say, girl, by the way, I can't MC your event. What? You can't MC and it's happening today? Why would you want to put somebody in a bind like that? Would you want someone to put you in a bind like that? And it's, it's a shame you almost have to have backups because some people will just be like, yeah, I'll do it. And you don't know what they're going through. And people have things that you're going through. I'm so there. I get it. But just pick up the phone or send a text saying, hey, sis, won't be able to do blank. Keep me in prayer. Not doing great. Whatever. But if you just go AWOL and you've committed to some things, <sighs> say something. If your heart ain't in it no more, just say something. Because as friends, I understand, or sisters, I understand that things can change. You could be going through something and you're not quite 100%. I'm, I'm pushing right now through some stuff. But I'm trying my best to do what I know I need to do, even when I don't feel like doing it. Sometimes when you press, that's when God really shows up. Like I just want to see if you if you could do this much. And I'm going to come in and, and, and match that and then some. Sometimes it's just a press. But I wonder what has been your experience mixing business and family. I was talking to a friend of mine yesterday. Who was I talking to? My cousin, I think. And I was telling her, you sometimes you can't mix business and family. If your family doesn't have the mindset of integrity, doing things God's way, the legal way, then you may not be able to connect with them on a business level. Um, because you can't assume because they're your blood relatives that you can do business with them. Not everybody is good with finances. I'm telling you or property or any of that. And you don't want that to break your relationship. So sometimes you do have to go outside the family and have a separate business partner because you want to contain the family relationship. You don't want to fall out because many of us are falling out with our families. And then this person ain't talking to this person. And now don't call me about this. I'm calling about that. I just see the enemy's hand so heavy on the family dynamic. And it hurts that so many of us have been disconnected with those we love because of stuff that we're not talking about. We just won't sit down and have a conversation, even if we're crying, snotting, get it out. Stop holding on to stuff. It just, it makes things toxic. It does. So I put a post out there about setting up an LLC. Those of you who are business owners and um, whether you're doing it online or in person, someone said, well, why would you do it in person? People do what they do. And I wanted to kind of get your input on doing it online. I think it costs different amounts per state. So if it's the end of the year, so if you've got some businesses that you want to start, it's probably a good idea to go ahead and start them. At least get your names registered and get the appropriate forms done so that next year we really can do it. Many of us have had ideas um, and we've been writing things out and we went, oh, this would be wonderful. But now it's implementation time. And I know that might make you nervous. 
But don't you want the business to flourish? How do you know it will work if you don't try it? So we need to get our name established in our state. We need to get whether you're going to do an LLC or S Corp, C Corp. Google that. What's the difference between S Corp, C Corp, or LLC? Figure out what works best for your business. Follow my sister, Dana McKellar and Taka. She uh, is a, I call her a serial entrepreneur. She has several businesses, properties. They're all flourishing. She teaches entrepreneurs on how to be, be successful, how to handle um, grants. We're doing some grant writing together with her. Um, so she has a whole program. So if you want to follow her, I'll put her name in the comments. Uh, it's called the Social Entrepreneur Initiative Program. It's amazing. I've learned so much. It's time, y'all. And maybe you like working for somebody. Nine to five. Bless your heart. Everybody can't can't be a business owner. We need some people to work these jobs. I get that. I didn't put 30 years into that part. I am ready to be my own boss and have employees that I can treat well that will want to get out here and help me make my dream come alive. And watching how corporate America works and watching how in some jobs they make you feel as though your, your gifts and talents are good nowhere else. Do not get stuck. Learn all you can in corporate America. But if you feel that you got an entrepreneurial spirit, honey, take what you have learned and set up your businesses so God can bless us. Many of us are sitting on gold mines. Woo! So I am looking to, um, I guess, relaunch my paparazzi business, kind of rebrand in a sense, go back to the basics with it and get back out here and get consistent with my life. That's that's the, that's a word right there when it comes to business consistency. Life happens. We are going to have to be consistent about everything that we do. And in terms of business, in terms of paying our debts, handling our personal affairs, our business affairs, we got to get to the point where we are concentrating on the things that are going to make us successful and not being so scattered. That's going to be a part of this new season too. What is God speaking to you about? What is the next step and how do you get there and who do you take with you? Who do you invite in to that space? Um, because some people that you dealt with in 2023, you may not be able to deal with in this next season. They're just not a good fit. And that's okay. We ain't got to um, have a knockdown drag out. Uh, love you dearly. Praying for you. Um, but if it's not a good fit, don't, don't try to push a, a square peg in a round hole. Um, you can recognize when a person just needs to be in their own space. They may not need you or you may not need them at the moment, but you can be loving, caring, kind. That's right, Auntie. You can't force it. That's when things go wrong when you try to force something. And I'm not just speaking of romantic relationships. I'm talking about friendships as well. Um, you may just operate differently with different things. So I'm going to wrap up. I'm not going to be on long because I got to get ready for tonight for Girl Chat Weekly. We are talking about chronic pain, sisters. Are we pushing through the pain? Are we taking our medication? Are we doing any exercising? 
chronic pain has stopped us from doing so much. In this new season, are we changing our diet? Are we getting out doing a little bit more exercise, even when it hurts? We're going to have to do something different, ladies, in this season to press out of this pain period. I am ready to be free of some stuff. So girl chat is tonight around eight. We're going to get together. I'm going to cut this one short so I can go and get myself together. I just wanted to come on. It's this power half an hour <laughs> to talk about. Yeah, I was touched last night when my family was talking about what we want to do. And I'm going to be praying for each of the things that were said. That God launches our businesses and helps us to be in better health and and that I, I want to see my whole family just, just thrive. And I know they want to see that for me. So I'm getting out of here early, y'all. I love you. Thank you, Auntie. I love you too. Praying for you, praying for you, praying for you. Meet me back here at eight o'clock tonight, ladies, for Girl Chat Weekly. Have a wonderful day. Bye, y'all.